With a historically tight labor market, why are some tech companies laying people off? There's been an uptick in tech company layoffs in recent months. With inflation not slowing down and the economy showing signs of a possible recession, companies are preparing for the worst. And uh, we do expect inflation to affect technology pretty dramatically. And in growth stocks, we've already seen it as they're down 60 to 70 percent pretty much across the board. Layoffs are sweeping across American businesses, specifically in growth companies in tech in 2022. Hiring has slowed amid economic downturn predictions. Shopify, Netflix, TikTok, Robinhood, and Coinbase are only some of the companies that are starting to lay off their employees. Netflix's subscriber loss leading to job cuts at the streaming giant. The company today announcing it cut about 150 staffers. And it's not the only tech company making changes. Coinbase also saying it would slow hiring, reevaluate its headcount. Robinhood, Carvana, of course, also announced job cuts in recent weeks. What, what does this mean for the tech industry overall? Well, with our most recent episode, we just learned that there was still a lot of tightness in the labor market, which means companies are having a hard time looking for employees, citing labor shortages. So why would these specific companies lay anyone off? When you think of the tech industry, you know, you don't think of it going down. No, as you we were talking earlier, the whole, a whole generation of American workers has only seen the tech industry go up, right? So how is this striking them now all of a sudden that it's shrinking a little bit? Yeah, well, these are indicators that the economy is changing. Mm-hmm. Well, in this episode of Things Have Changed podcast, we're going to explore why tech companies are feeling the burn. If you had known how important the technology economy was 20 years ago, would you have done things differently? The internet, cell phones, the cloud, and data. Things have changed, and we're here to talk about it. Hi, I'm Jed. Hi, I'm Shikhar. Welcome to Things Have Changed, your new economics and technology podcast. Okay, let's talk about who have been feasting over the last two years, <laughs> three years. Actually, the last 15 years. Uh, and it's all the tech companies, yeah. right? They've, they've really crushed it over the last decade, right? Yeah. And the pandemic, there was a boom. Just the, those five candidates, five companies, five behemoths. Fa-ang. Amazon, Apple, Google, Microsoft, Facebook had a combined revenue of $1.2 trillion. <laughs> Since the pandemic. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. These, these companies are richer than countries and Apple Hell has yeah. cash sitting around to buy, uh, like, what did they do recently? They, they spent it on, like, to buy their own stock. They spent, like, $90 billion, yeah. which is, like, Kenya's um, GDP. <laughs> It's kind of ridiculous. I mean, if you think about it, the start of 2020, right? That's when I got hired to to Amazon. And that was about the same time Amazon was scaling up their business. I mean, a, a crazy stat is, you know, during that time, Amazon was hiring a shit ton of people across the board, like globally in general. And if you look at how many employees there are today and you look back, 75% of our workforce was hired between the pandemic start to today. So yeah. mind blown. That's like what? Right. <laughs> one million employees or something? 
900,000 yeah, or something. About, about a, a little, crazy, a little crazy over number. a million, I think. <clears throat> yeah, so lots lots of people got rich too, right? All those executives at, at tech companies, everybody got rich. 10 of the richest people in the world out of out of 10 of them, eight of them made their their fortunes through tech companies. Right? So it it was it was a lot of of good for tech companies across the board when the pandemic started. And during this pandemic, you know, if you thought about how inaccessible the the built world was to us <laughs> during that time when we started buying things online, expecting things to come in as as a delivery, even your your food, you know, on a daily basis. You interacted with one of these tech companies like multiple times a day. Your screen time went up, how much series you watched went up, you know, just think about your personal life. Yeah. They killed it during the pandemic. So, you know, it, it the demand for the tech products um during that time really exploded. And they use this time to get to get pretty damn strong. I mean, yeah, just yeah. from my own, you know, my own experience within tech during this period was making sure that they could feed the demand that was raging across the world for tech, right? So whether that mean creating more data centers, whether that mean hiring more warehouse workers or et cetera, that's what they did during the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, everyone started shopping online and then the surge in demand was so high and Amazon had to, had to hire 900,000 people. So at times of boom, you know, you have to satisfy the demand because you don't know if those boom times will last. And so now we're starting to see some cracks in in up only, only good times, uh, stonks up uh, 100%, all that crazy stuff that was happening during the last two years. We're starting to see significant deceleration. And what's interesting is we just had a week where many of the companies actually came out with their quarterly earnings. Everyone mentioned, everyone mentioned a softening of the market. Um, they don't want to alarm people, but it might mean that, you know, things are shifting in the sense that there might be some slowdown in the economy. And we might start seeing some other trends where it was all around social media, where, you know, companies have started uh, putting freezes on the hiring for two weeks. Google came out and said, hey, you know, for the two weeks or a month, we might just hang on and just reassess where we are as a company. Because think about it, over the last two years, they've just realized there's this incredible demand. So we need to hire to just build these products and handle the capacity that's coming in. And suddenly when that demand is is slowing down, like you need to reassess, like, you know, do, you, do we even need that many employees here in this company? You know, it's it's all about that agile methodology, buddy. <laughs> Everybody was just thinking about it so fast, you know, things got out of hand. I mean, yeah. if you think about how much was hired and how much how much activity there was for tech companies during these times, they did expect the good times to roll though, because we started seeing companies like Amazon, Google, and Facebook buy land and real estate like crazy. 
during the pandemic, these guys. But we had that the show, right? We had that episode. Yeah. 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 And they became the largest uh, uh, realtors in this country, landowners and, and real estate owners in this country, right? That's, that's ridiculous. Like combined tech company just owns a shit ton of land and, and properties. And for companies like Amazon, for example, um, a lot of it was for capacity feeding, like you just talked about, right? We're now seeing that turn today. So what, what's it looking like today? Well, we have a bunch of warehouses, a bunch of delivery stations that are supposed to feed a certain type of demand in certain areas. So even when there wasn't too much demand in a specific area, we thought about putting a warehouse there. We thought about putting a delivery station there because these are the places that we know in the future as we keep growing, we'll have to deliver there at some point, right? So they did that so that they could someday deliver in these areas, although it's not today. So now we're seeing that demand go down and now they're left with the operational costs of keeping such locations without the increased demand, right? So that's where the trouble is at this moment. And, you know, it, this is public information already, but Amazon has a particularly large amount of warehouses, right? Relative to the other tech companies. And that's because they do all the, the sorting and the fulfilling through those warehouses. And, Within those warehouses are tons of workers. There's a shit ton of people in there to keep it going, to keep the activity going, etc. There are also construction workers working on creating more of these fulfillment centers, delivery stations, etc. You know, all that stuff. And with the economic environment that we're looking at today, Shikhar already mentioned, you know, it's a little bit more expensive to maintain workers um these locations aren't making any money for them we're expecting a downturn so the natural reaction is well how do we prepare for that downturn maybe we got to get rid of some of these places right and that's what's happening today amazon's also looking into subletting some of the warehouses which has never been done in amazon history um you know typically yeah. it's always been an amazon focused warehouse and if you think about it why would you why would you lease out, sublease your warehouse out to somebody else? Most likely who you're going to be subleasing to, especially with how big the scope is of tech companies are, it's going to be to a competitor, right? So I always yeah, think yeah. about that as, as we go into these situations because we're doing something obviously we don't want. We don't want them to see our warehouses. We don't want them to be um, in the space that we're creating and, and doing our job. So, you know, it, it's... It, they're difficult decisions, but they're decisions made on the premise that there will be a slowdown coming. And we see that across the board. I mean, gosh, I, we can't stop talking about inflation. And that's still on the rise, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. It is still yeah. out there. Yeah. And that incredible demand over the pandemic, right? Um, labor shortages, everything just piled on each other. And it became like such a high inflationary market, high inflationary life. Right. And so then you saw the Fed. Uh, we've spoken about inflation like so much over the last two years. And um, it touches so many different aspects of life. So it, it just keeps coming up in all our conversations. So you see the Fed actually fight back saying, you know, OK, inflation is high. It's getting to eight, nine, 10 percent in the U United States um, from its what average two percent prior to the pandemic. So that's a huge jump, huge jump. Um, 
And so the Fed's now going one-on-one. You know, this is a boxing match. This is, uh, you know, both sides are trading blows. Uh, the Fed started off uh, weak. So uh, inflation landed a bunch of big blows on the Fed. But late. the Fed's now punching back, right? <laughs> started he, off he, he, the Fed, The Fed woke up in the fourth round after getting all the nasty hits. But the Fed are still hanging on. But in the meantime, while they are going, you know, one-on-one, the market is taking more like harder blows because you know ultimately the demand over the last uh two years was so incredible like companies did overextend themselves right i see it as more a normalization okay things have to get come back to normal right so i feel that's that's kind of what's happening and as a result you're starting to see this changed sen- sentiment from these big companies because you know with this with the fed and inflation going at it at each other you know business business growth will slow down compared to the last two years we're not talking about serious deceleration that you know um i still don't think we are in a recession recession just because how how different it is this time i mean we we just spoke last week about the tightest labor market in history right so it's like it is a really interesting never seen before event within markets where you are seeing business growth slowing and you know labor costs are increasing the correction is is coming and this is it you know this is what it looks like and as Shikor was just talking about earlier you know the technical definition of a recession is just two periods of of downturns right so there is a technical recession going on, but it's not yeah, as if it yeah. wasn't expected, right? Like this is what you'll hear in in the news today is that even if we're in a technical recession right now, this downturn in growth was expected because of the crazy growth that happened during the pandemic for a very, very large sector yeah. of the US economy, which is tech, right? Tech is a huge, huge sector. So, you know, when, and, and you can think about it this way, during the pandemic, tech companies did an amazing job, right? As we mentioned, they were feasting, right? They were feasting. So the analysts, the investors who take a look at these markets or who heavily affect the outcomes of, you know, what the markets look like, we're thinking, damn, this is this is going to last a while. So we're going to increase our estimates. Uh, we're going to make it look like it's, it's going to be like this for a very long time. And what happens when they miss certain estimates of growth? Of course, you cannot blow up every freaking quarter, right? It's kind of hard. Nobody can be like AWS, all right? So it's it's a little different. So now when they're starting to miss estimates, they're starting to not perform the same as, as during the pandemic, you know, we're seeing the decrease in these estimates. And then at, subsequently, we're also seeing the decrease in revenue slash profits, right? Like it's not going to be the same as the pandemic. So from our perspective, this was kind of expected. Um, the correction was expected and we're not surprised. Look, I know if you read Bloomberg, if you read any, you know, WSJ or any kind of, of finance publication, you're going to see that this was one of the worst first halves we've had in a long time. Um, people are saying it's yep. it, the last time we had such a downturn in the NASDAQ and, and the S&P was like either 2008 or the 70s, right? <laughs> so it, it, there are significant downturns in the first half, which as we're talking today in the last 
you know, two weeks or so, it's it's been getting a tiny bit better. But the point is the first half wasn't so great across the board, especially for tech companies, right? Large sell-offs, again, with those um, adjusted estimates, um, it's not looking as good as it used to. So you're seeing a lot of selling going on in the markets today. So, you know, at, right as we're talking about it here, here at CHC, what we mentioned in the intro is that companies are now expecting this downturn to come, this slowdown to come, right? And so as as they're doing that, they are also prepping their workforce for that. For example, the, the decrease in the demand of, of certain tech products today will lead tech companies to not hire as much anymore and be less aggressive with their hiring strategies. And so that's largely what we're seeing across the board today, right? I mean... You've probably seen it in the headlines, but tech companies left and right are laying off employees, either uh, freezing hiring or slowing down in general. Um, and so, you know, across the board, we don't think this is going to be a long-term trend necessarily, um, but we do think this is a correction of what over-hiring and um, uh, adjusting corrections or sorry, adjusting estimates for this post-pandemic period that we're experiencing today, but but you never know because I just I just heard about monkeypox freaking hitting the U.S. hard right now, so yeah, we don't know if yeah. there's another damn recession coming or another you know uh, yeah. public health emergency. But you know what this this looks about um, up to par with 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 what we were looking at in in the past two years. You know, I I came across this article where uh, the author was um, was taking both sides the fed side as well as you know the other side okay let's think about what a recession in a pandemic would look like if the fed didn't step in then and address stuff right so uh i think they've chosen the lesser of the two evils they've chosen okay let's let's get let's boost the economy when they need it maybe they 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 kept that a good times uh, going for too long, but they didn't want to see a pandemic and the economy and recession, uh, you know, happening at the same time. So now that we have the vaccine and stuff, now we can actually normalize it a bit. And, you know, them raising um, the rate, uh, the cost of doing business is now increased. So Businesses have to figure out a better way, a more leaner approach to to acquire customers, leaner approach to to doing business. So um, even though the Nasdaq is uh, down quite quite a bit, um, SMP hasn't had um, a worse first half than in the seventies compared to what has happened in twenty twenty two. It feels like it's a normalization of what. Um, what took place over the last two years. Like, I mean, think about it, dude. Like, uh, you know, Peloton, Zooms, Teladoc, uh, any new uh, new tech growth companies just made a killing. Their stock made a killing. So now we're starting to see those winners in a high-cost environment turn into losers. Like, what, uh, Zoom is down 41% this year. Netflix is down 70 <laughs> <laughs> Fang has Netflix in yeah. it and it's down 70%. Yeah. So, you know, it's it just feels like it's a normalization back to what uh, the co companies actually are valued at right now. 
Yeah. And, you know, we know that a lot of compensation, <laughs> a lot of compensation in tech companies today is, is tied to the stock, right? Restricted stock units. If you RSUs, work for a tech company, yeah. you know exactly what, what that is. And it's, it's, uh, it's taking its toll. You know, people whose compensation were so crazy high during this period because of this appreciation in their their company stock. This year, it's looking a little bit different. You know, so I am confident there's there going to be a lot of movement inside this tech space because of of that phenomenon in general, and tech companies are having to deal with the decrease in in their public valuations, and so. We're going to see this uh, keep happening for a little bit until the markets uh, do correct. So although a lot of this correction is turned to performance like estimations, um, we're also going to see a lot of this going forward uh, just because of this movement, honestly, within the tech space and how people are going to be compensated going forward. So it'll be interesting to watch, honestly, like seeing all these companies make so much money during the pandemic and adjust now makes it seem like there was such a large downturn in the first half of 2022. But, you know, just pay attention to the entirety of the pandemic rather than this, this first half of 2022. And you'll see, you'll see what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. We mentioned tight labor markets last, um, last time out and we mentioned how, um, pilots are in high, high demand. Uh, it's interesting how the softening is a lot more drastic in high-flying growth tech companies. We talked about how their stocks are down on an average 50 to 75%. Um, and fintech was one of the big, big players, you know, the Robin Hoods, the firms. You're starting to see a lot of... Um, pain over there in these fintech companies. But interestingly enough, Jed, I just read about how MasterCard is actually ramping up hiring because they had record years um, and record quarters. And it's it's so fascinating that in times of distress, people revert to existing models that that are working. Like MasterCard is, is doing great, uh, although it's supposed to be an incumbent in the financial technology space. So it's really interesting. Uh, how people tend to gravitate to the bigger, bigger um, entities, established players. I mean, look at oil, buddy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's a different. Obviously, that's a, that's a different issue altogether, and way more complex. But yeah, generally, you know, like these these legacy companies are doing okay out there in this post pandemic period, and it's interesting because. The economy as a whole, people pay a lot of attention to tech because of their sky high profits and their influence in our economies. But, you know, there are still segments um, in our economies that are doing pretty okay with a very tight labor market and the highest uh, employment rates we've seen in a long time. It's it's kind of hard to, to put ourselves in a pandemic mode today. You know, like we're seeing this on tech. And it may seem like things are going like really, really bad. But at the same time, like if you look at the economic indicators as a whole, it's not that terrible yet. So it's an interesting predicament that we're in today. Like all this recessionary speak and uh, the labor market's doing fucking fantastic at the moment. <laughs> you know, hard, hard to believe that we're running into it at the moment. Hopefully what we're seeing going forward is not just destroying jobs. You know, it's not at all like that. Like, like we just talked about, it's, 
it's a comfortable labor market stay. You want to quit your job, get another one. Most likely you'll find another one out there that's willing to, to um, accommodate you, you know? So I guess like as closing remarks, it's, uh, it's an interesting environment that we're in today. We believe this correction was something that we could have expected with what's happened during the pandemic. Um, it's fascinating how all this recessionary talk and these red tickers are alarming people, but at the same time, you know, having the tightest labor markets we've ever had is is an interesting place to be. We haven't been in, in this situation before. This is unprecedented, like many things that happened during the pandemic. Um, and so, you know, just keep that in mind as you think about uh, planning going forward. Tech is uniquely, uniquely placed to take the brunt of this downturn at the moment because of how much they've made during the pandemic. So keep that in mind, you know, when you start making decisions based on these tickers and in, uh, in the first half of this year. Um, and yeah, pay, pay close attention to what happens to these tech companies, because a lot of who will survive this slump will be possibly long term winners. Right. So we'll, we'll see how these these corrections uh, play off. Yeah. And we have an incredible few guests coming up on things have changed global entrepreneurs and we'd love to get your feedback on things have changed.com uh, to hear what you'd like our listeners as thc listeners what you'd like to hear more and what topics you'd like us to cover but until then stay curious